Welcome to the Modern Medicine Movement Podcast with Dr. Thomas Hemingway. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, I thought I'd be healthier, in better shape, feel better both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and be further along in my life? If so, come on this journey with my dad as he explores all things health and wellness from a holistic, medical perspective, even as a classically trained physician. He'll share integrative strategies to optimize health and inspire you to join the modern medicine movement. Welcome, 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 everyone, to the Modern Medicine Movement podcast. And a big aloha. Dr. Thomas Hemingway here. Super excited, super grateful, super pumped. Oh my gosh, wanted to just thank you guys and give you a big shout out. This is for you. So excited, just over two weeks into this, and we've already had well over 2,000 downloads. So this is a big mahalo, giant thank you to you guys because you're making it happen. Thank you for taking the time out for yourselves and your health because, gosh, this is awesome, amazing. We're already a top podcast sharing this invaluable content so thank you once again for listening. Keep sharing. This is just so exciting. You know, at the end of the day, this is for you. You know, this podcast is to help you achieve optimal health, total and complete health of your mind, your body, your spirit, your emotions, relationships, truly, truly everything health. And I got something else for you that I think you're going to be pumped about. So excited about this. Wanted to let you know we've just done something really cool and I want you guys to all have an opportunity to be a part of it. We created a private Facebook group to get you even more of this valuable content. And it's called the Modern Medicine Movement Health and Wellness Group. And there's a link in the show notes below. And I want you guys to be a part of this. Please feel free to share it with friends and family. Get connected with me there because I plan to share regular additional content as well as uh, we're going to do some videos right there in the group as well. I'll be sharing those. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. <laughs> want you guys to be a part of that free community. So reach out to me there. Modern Medicine Movement Health and Wellness Facebook group. Um, super excited. Also, I'm on Instagram at Modern Medicine Movement and at Aloha Surf Doc. I'm on the web at modernmedicinemovement.com. You can also email me at modernmedicinemovementpodcast at gmail.com. So super grateful for you guys making us a top podcast. And as promised, I just wanted to share with you guys a review that I just received. So exciting. Awesome stuff. This is from JJ Lee. It says, uh, hands down, my favorite new podcast to listen to. Thomas is equally educational and just downright fun. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Says he makes learning how the body works, quote, easy. I've never heard someone so knowledgeable take such dedicated time to explain, and it's in digestible terms like this. Not enough good words for the positivity of the podcast. It's just what everybody needs right now, exclamation point, exclamation point. Thank you, JJ Lee. Oh, my gosh, so grateful for you guys. That's why I do this. I love to share, love to add value to you guys, and Super, super grateful. Big mahalo, big mahalo. And today, oh my gosh, I think you'll be pumped. It's uh, it's our first um, 
interview that I, I have on the podcast. I'll be doing this from time to time, interviewing guests that talk about uh, topics that I think we can all benefit from. And today's is a guy I've known for a couple of years, super talented in mindset, friend of mine, Mr. Preston Pugmire. You guys have probably heard of him. Really a good guy. He goes deep on mindset before strategy. And I think this really is important because even though, you know, technically speaking, he's not, you know, into the the typical, you know, health sphere that I am, but he has tools that he's been using for his coaching and, you know, his own life as well in the mindset area that I think are so valuable to each and every one of us. It just really plays into so many things that we do. I think, you know, so often, you know, we get great ideas or we make goals or lists or we have plans to change either our health, you know, our exercise routine, our diet, whatever, or even our finances. And so we go out there, we Google the tools, we get lists of things to do. We kind of have this all planned out, sort of the strategy is there. And then for whatever reason, we just, we just don't do it. We don't follow through. And hey, I'm right there with you, man. I do this all the time myself. And so this is where we're going today on this podcast with Preston. We're going deep. We're going into the mindset. And this will propel you to get over that activation energy hump and get to the other side, which is the realization of your goals and dreams. And and for me, this has just been such a fascinating topic, this power of our minds and our mindset and how when we got that right, we can really do and accomplish so, so much. I just think it's so, so crucial. And so I just thought it was so important to share this episode with you guys. And so please give me feedback on how you like this interview, how you like that style. We'll be doing that as well from time to time. And just to kind of get into this whole sort of notion of how mindset really plays in, you know, to our goals and things that we want to accomplish. I wanted to give you guys a little example that I've been familiar with for a couple of years now. It's about a guy I think you all know, super, you know, ideal Olympian that's famous for what he did, unprecedented three gold medals in the Winter Games. Uh, Mr. Sean White, I think you guys have heard of him. He tells a story that I hope you'll go out and find it. I think it's on YouTube. He's done this interview, I think, a couple of times over the years. But but basically, he won, you know, out the gates, he won a couple of Olympic golds. And then, of course, he, he didn't at Sochi, then he did again. And he's a three-time Olympian. And the first time, I believe, he he won gold in snowboarding, he you know, he was a little younger and, and, um, you know, maybe not quite as mature and all these kinds of things. And, and he got the, you know, amazing opportunity to get on the cover of Rolling Stone, which he was super pumped about because he's also a musician. And then, you know, after this had occurred, he just was like, gosh, I, I, I wish I would have worn, you know, different pants or different this or that, or had a different look or whatever. (laughs) You know, he was, he was a young, a young kid really the first time around. And so he set, in his mind, the goal of another gold medal and to be on the Rolling Stone cover again. And he had this all dialed in. He had it all planned out exactly how it would go down. He even had a specific pair of pants. Go ahead and Google it, the Rolling Stone cover. You'll see the the two different ones. And the second one, he had these, you know, United States of America flag pants that he had specially made for him. So he had in his mind 
exactly how this was going to go. He he had the pants made. He had, you know, the you know the the crowd cheering in his mind. He basically lived this second gold medal in his mind before it ever happened. He knew what it felt like to win gold because he had done it. And then he already, you know, this is four years later, you know, that he's going to have the opportunity to go for it again. And he had this thing all dialed in, completely planned. He knew what it was going to feel like. He knew the pants he was going to wear, you know, to celebrate. And he just had it so dialed that he used that as this visualization, you know, of how this would be achieved. And he just replayed that event in his mind. And then when it happened, you know, it was just like he thought. It was like deja vu. It was so cool. And and this is such an awesome, awesome technique that I want you guys to be able to use in your own lives. And it's something that Preston and I go through in this uh, interview. And it's just so powerful. So, man, without further ado, let's get into the interview with the one and only Preston Pugmire. All right, super pumped. We're here. Preston Pugmire is in the house. Well, I guess the proverbial house, right? <laughs> I'm, I am here. We you are recording. Are here. We are online. We are on fire. We are pumped. I'm happy you're here today, man. I mean, dude, you're such a cool guy. You got such an interesting background, you know, a lot of talents. I mean, dude, you were like on stage as a musician. You know, and then you're a renowned, you know, accomplished business coach, man. How how did you get to where you are? Tell us a little bit more. Oh, thanks, man. So, yeah, my name is Preston Pugmire. I run a company called Next Level Life, and we are we help people design their lives. And we use a, a process called Mindset Before Strategy. And I have a lot of experience just connecting with people. I started out as a musician. Yeah. and so awesome. I, for, for several years, I was one of the number one booked musicians in the country for the college and university circuit. And so I was traveling all over, I've played, I've been on over 1300 stages as a performer or a speaker or a presenter and it performed in over 46 different states. And it's just phenomenal. Like I've learned so much by just interacting with so many different audiences and so many different contexts. And one of the things that I just love doing is connecting with people. And then I ended up, uh, me and my wife had children and I didn't want to be traveling as much. And so mm-hmm. I started thinking about how I could kind of incorporate those connection skills and all those things that I've learned into starting a business. And then I realized that I started a business and made a lot of money. Uh, but I just called it being an artist. But then I realized, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know, I know so much about business because of what I've done, and I know so much about mindset because of my personal development journey and all of the, the seminars I've attended. And I'm, I love personal development as well. So I combined them into awesome. helping uh, high-performing entrepreneurs really design their lives and have peace in their heart, and money in their bank. And so that's what we do now. Yeah, man, that that's so cool. I mean, you know, I'm super big into the health and wellness space. And, you know, I want everybody to have sort of that complete, you know, optimal health, which includes the mind, you know, the body, the spirit, uh, your emotions, you know, all of that stuff. And, and that mindset piece, I think, you know, often, especially maybe in medicine, and honestly, I'm a little embarrassed about that. You know, I've been in medicine 20 years. And like most of my colleagues, to be honest, they just don't either understand it or they're just not 
familiar, whatever it is, whatever reason, they don't appreciate sort of that huge, invaluable tool locked into our skull, our cranium that can really, you know, have so much positive effects on our life, our health, you know, and also, unfortunately, the flip side is also true. It can have negative effects. And I know in what you do, you've certainly had lots of experience with mindset and and how it can probably do both of those things in your work as well, you know, help people get lots of cool of stuff accomplished and, and also can be their nemesis, <laughs> you know, yep. um, mm-hmm. how, how did you come to, you know, your mindset over strategy or mindset first kind of approach, you know, how, how did you get to that? Well, the reason I talk about mindset before strategy is, and it, I want to be very clear. It is not mindset instead of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> as a first step. It's before, before. <laughs> and I, I realized this because I, I always wanted to know the how. I want to know the steps. I want to make uh-huh. more money. How do I do that? I want to get on more stages. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. And I just, I always wanted to know that. And then I noticed a pattern where I was, <laughs> I would get the steps. Like whether I would Google them or hear them from somebody uh, as I was having a, a dinner with them and be like, dude, tell me how you did that. And they would lay, lay it out for me. And I would learn how to do these things. And then I would not implement them. And, <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> ah, dude, yeah. And, so, and I started noticing that with people that I was talking to, like with teaching them how to get more music. Uh, show bookings or anything like that or how to get more downloads or how to do more recording just this is 10 years ago when I was doing that and even now when I tell people about how to launch a podcast because I when I debuted my next level life podcast it debuted at number one on the iTunes charts and I had a very specific way that I got about that to get on that in, in the category of personal development and I would tell other people how to do this and then they would just not do it and just consistently on all these different types of things. Sounds like and, my kids, dude. They always do that to me. Man. I tell them, tell them, tell them, and like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they, they think they want the steps. I think I want the steps. And it, it really was solidified for me, like really solidified when I hired my first coach, like that two years ago. And I'd already had my podcast. It was going really, really well. And I was thinking about getting sponsorships uh-huh. and I was like, so I, I hit my coach up and I was like, how do you get sponsors on your show? And he told me uh, exactly how he did it. And then he gave me an email template for exactly like verbatim what to send to the sponsors to get them to enroll as a sponsorship on your podcast. So you had and it, you had the how you were I there. Had it. <laughs> I had, I, I had it. Boom. And then I didn't do it. Uh, and I was sitting there and after like, you know, two or three weeks of just dragging my feet on this, I was like, why, why am I dragging my feet on this? And I did some really like intentional, intense introspection. And I realized it came down to it. Like I didn't believe two things. I didn't believe that it was in alignment with my like just kind of what I wanted to do with the vibe of the podcast. I didn't want to have it like be specifically sponsored by these things. Mm-hmm. And then also in addition to that, I didn't believe that my podcast, my little thing that I was just recording by myself, I didn't believe that it was like 
I'm using air quotes here, worthy of, <laughs> or like provided the value of having these high, high uh, level sponsors. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I have the strategy, but I don't have the mindset. And then I just oh. go, oh my gosh, mindset is more important than strategy. Whoa, that, that could be like a, just a mantra, mindset before strategy. And then around the same time, I read this thing from this uh, Navy SEAL. I, I should remember his name, but I don't. But he wasn't using the, the words mindset and strategy necessarily. I can't remember the words he was using. But he was talking about um, when uh, their Navy SEAL team would go to do some covert mission. And I think he was using the word strategy, but he wasn't using the word mindset. Yep. But he's like, we need, to have, we need to have a strategy. Yes, that's very, very important. However, if people are not on the same page with what they're thinking and the, the energy that they're bringing to the whole thing, I'll just use the word mindset, like if, they, if we're not all on the same page, then the strategy will either not get implemented or it will just get botched. And so I was like, dude, I'm taking these two things and I'm just going all in on mindset before strategy. So that was a long way to, long way to tell you about that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Wow, it, well, I think it's so cool that, you know, Obviously, as somebody like yourself that's super interested in, you know, sharing these things about personal development, but you yourself, you are your own patient, right? You're in, you're interested yeah. in it as well. And look at you discovered this thing. Firstly, you know, in yourself, you're like, wait a minute. I, I thought the how was always the most important thing. And I've, I've had the how, but what the heck, man, where's the, <laughs> it's not happening. And, and like for me, you know, as a physician, I, I can be honest with you, I've seen this happen way, 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 way too often, you know, in, in medicine too, like the doctors will tell the patients, okay, well, you know, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do these things to your body, you know, take this medication, don't do that thing, <laughs> exercise, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? Nothing happens or oftentimes, right? Not, <laughs> you know, I don't want to sound like it's, you know, a hundred percent of the time, but it's too, too common to ignore. And so the fact that, you know, yeah. you recognized it firstly, in your own self, your own life, like, hey, what what's going on here? I got the tools, I got the, you know, how or the proverbial strategy, but it's not happening. So, how do yeah. we kind of rearrange that? And and I appreciate what you said. You know, it's not it's not that you know the mindset excludes the strategy. You got to have the strategy, but it's got to start in the the brain, the mind. The you know, you got to have that. Firstly, and that, oh my gosh, I just think that's, it sounds so simple. <laughs> and you probably, you know, with your work, you know, the last several years as a high level coach and everything, I'm sure you've seen that too many times in the people you've worked with, you know, that, that it not only, obviously it was in your own experience that you had this, you know, sort of revelation, this, this, that settled with you that man, mindset is so important, but but how has this worked out with your coaching clients and things like that? How do you incorporate that? How do you get them basically to buy into that? Is there any specific strategy you use to get them to buy into that? I mean, it seems simple, but when the rubber meets the road, like you said, even with yourself, like it just wasn't happening. How do you get them to buy in? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. Um, I have a friend who a couple of years ago, he lost over 50 pounds. And wow. in, in a single, he lost 50 pounds in a single year. He's my best friend. And he, and he's maintained, he's kept it off for the last, you know, three, four years. And oh, that's he, incredible. Yeah. People asked him, 
oh my gosh, what did you do? What is the, like, I want to lose weight. What's, what's the one you did? What's the best weight loss program? And he would always, he would always say the best weight loss program is the one that you will do. That's it. <laughs> Whatever that is, but the one that what you will do, so, <laughs> the do. And so, so it would come back to why are you doing it or yeah. why are you, or, or why are you not doing it? Okay. And so for me, um, it comes down to your identity and, oh, pardon me. I, when you asked about my clients specifically, I, my goal and one of my superpowers is kind of helping people see what they already believe. Okay. And when I help people understand, let's identify what your beliefs are, what your thoughts are, and what your current identity is. Like, do people identify as a fat person, as a skinny person, as a a disorganized person, as a rich person, as a poor person. Like people have these identities that they don't even understand are part of their identity. And I help them figure that out by going through their thoughts, by going through their results, by going through basically the things that they are experiencing in their lives that cause them stress. And and we break it down, we kind of reverse engineer it. So specifically answer your question, how do I get my clients to kind of see that? Is I say, okay, what is working in your life? What is not working? What kind of things cause you stress? And then we're like, okay, well, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of money. All right, that causes you stress. Let's take a look at that. Why don't you have a lot of money? I'd be like, well, because I can't figure out how to get more clients into my programs or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we say, do you believe that you can actually help them? And we're like, well, yeah, I totally can believe. I totally believe that I can help them. So what if I told you to write down 10 people that you know you can help? And in the next hour, I want you to call all of those people and ask them to give you money. <laughs> and then, and then they're like, oh, shoot. I don't, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. So. So the, the way that we do this, I give them, you give them a task yeah. and like, it seems so obvious, so simple. And they're like, well, I couldn't do that. Okay. But you just said that you believe that you can help them. So now we're starting to realize, oh my gosh, maybe my beliefs are actually in my mindset is out of alignment with what I think it is. And so we just kind of, expose it in a compassionate loving way yeah yeah. and then and then we can address it and i have a series of things that i talk about the main thing i do is i run everything through something called the blueprint which is um it's called the blueprint of like the the six steps to get anything you want in your life and it's how you i created an acronym for it called setting the bar for success set the bar s-e-t-b-a-r set the bar for success s is state mm-hmm. e is emotion t is thought b is belief a is actions and then the r is results so yeah. you start at the top and you go what is the state that you're in what how are you feeling what is the energy and the condition of your physical body your mental body your your emotional body like all that stuff what state are you in because <laughs> if you're in an, if you're not in a peak state then the actions that you take are not going to yield maximum results. So we get into a peak state first. Then 
What are the emotions that you're feeling? Okay, cool. What, what do you want to be feeling? And I have a whole process that can go through with emotion, like really being a master of being intentional about your emotions. Mm-hmm. Then what thoughts are you thinking? Like let's articulate and be clear about the thoughts that are going through your brain. Then those mm-hmm. thoughts lead to beliefs. So we're F-E-T-B, mm-hmm. state, emotions, thoughts, beliefs, because the belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's like and on then, autoplay. You keep playing it over and then it becomes this yeah, belief. <laughs> it becomes a belief. And then you believe it long enough and it becomes a conviction. And then you argue <laughs> for it. You, you fight for it. And some people like argue for their limiting beliefs. Like ah. they'll be like, they're like, no, listen, you don't understand, Preston. It is hard for me to do this. And they're like, okay, what, why do you want it? Why are you arguing for it to be hard? What if it was easy? And I told him, I never thought that it would be easy. There's different things like that. Like I used to subtly and subconsciously, uh, I'm using the word argue, which is an aggressive word, but I would, I would lobby. (laughs) I would lobby for and in behalf of my limiting, my limitation as a, like a weak person. I'd be like, I'm the scrawny, I'm just a scrawny kid. I'm just the little scrawny kid. Uh, six feet tall, but I weighed 125 pounds in high school, like six feet tall, 125 pounds. I was little (laughs) and I was just kind of, but I identified as that so much that it just became something to where it would feel disorienting for me to even think of myself as strong. And then that became a belief that then influence my actions now we get to the a part of setting the bar for success on the blueprint right Mm -hmm. state emotions thoughts beliefs actions so my if my belief is that i'm the scrawny kid and i'm weak then what are my actions going to be well i'll tell you what they're not going to be they're not going to be uh taking supplements and lifting weights (laughs) because i'm i'm weak scrawny kid (laughs) and and so what are my results going to be the r at the end of set the bar like at the end of the blueprint, you got the R, the results are, I remain weak and strong. And then I get to be in alignment with my identity and my beliefs. And what I did is I, this couple of years ago, I changed my beliefs about this. And I said, okay, what if I decided not that I'm a bodybuilder, but what if I decided I can become very, very strong and I can increase my capacity to be per, like perceive myself a different way and feel confident in my body and stuff. And so guess what I started doing? I started taking supplements and lifting weights and eating more calories. I hired a personal trainer because a weak person doesn't hire a personal trainer, but somebody who believes that they can be strong, they do. And I, I mean, in high school, I was 125 and then I got up to 140 just by being a you know human that is now in his 30s but what i but then i intentionally set a goal to get up to 155 and for me that was a big deal and so i was like dude i weigh 155 pounds and i feel strong and i'm in the best shape of my life at age 38 so it's like and and i did it i completely changed my mentality and i changed my actions and i changed my physiology as a result of it so that was a long answer, but <laughs> I love it though, that's, man. Uh, that's, it. that's that's my philosophy. Yeah, I don't know. I love the you know how you incorporated you know not only 
kind of how you approach it with, you know, maybe a client or what have you, but in your own life with that personal example, I think, I think it's really interesting. You know, you brought up this idea of, you know, limiting beliefs. And I, I like how you kind of approach it because I think a lot of people don't, you know, step back. Sometimes it's hard to really step back and get that 30,000 foot view of what we are doing in our life, right? It's like maybe easier for somebody like you that can kind of see it from the outside for what it is and, and help somebody that sometimes you get so, you know, microscopic at your own level that you can't see outside of yourself. And, and I think it's especially hard with this limiting belief phenomenon, you know, because nobody wants to believe they have a limiting belief. You know, that just sounds like, <laughs> what? I don't, I don't have that. You know, <laughs> like, no. what do you mean I have that? So you, you can kind of get people to see these kind of blind spots, if you will, and be able to have this maybe, you know, outside perspective of the, what I like to call the 30,000 foot view of what's going on with mm-hmm. their life, because they're so into it. They, and, and, and invested in it really, like you said, like their belief has become, you know, their reality, their actions support that belief. They lobby for it. You know, it's like they're putting all this effort into something that maybe at the end of the day is not even a belief that they want, you know, like in their heart of hearts, if they could go, dude, like, what if, you know, I could go back to whatever, let's call it when we were 18 and we're like, you know, just finishing up with high school. We got our whole lives in front of us. Like, what if I could tell my 18 year old self, like, what I now know, like, how would I adjust that? And this whole idea about the beliefs and limiting beliefs, I just think is, is really groundbreaking for a lot of people. And, and the other thing I love that you have in your formula, if you will, I'll just call it a formula, you know, I'm kind of a scientist by, (laughs) by by training and and background. So I, I love the blueprint, you know, for me, it's kind of a formula. Um, But you brought in early, early on the emotion. And I think that, Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because how does that shape, you know, our thoughts and beliefs? Tell, tell me a little bit more about this emotion piece and, and kind of how that all plays into it. Cause I think that's fascinating. Dude, I love that you picked up on that because people experience, okay, I will say this. People do not experience their limiting beliefs as limiting beliefs. Uh-huh. They just don't. Because nobody, you're right. Nobody's walking around being like, "Oh, I probably have a limiting belief around that." They experience their, <laughs> they experience them as facts and observations. They experience them as stress and frustration. And so, when you say like, "Okay, what are you frustrated about? What are you stressed about? What what kind of things?" Like, you're like, "Oh man, I I just don't know how to communicate with my spouse. Like, we just don't communicate well." Okay, they're they are viewing that as a like a fact. It's just an observation, but really that observation is based on a limiting belief because if you changed your beliefs and instead of saying, I just can't communicate with my spouse, well, you'd be like, well, maybe I don't believe that I know how to communicate with people. I don't know how to express my emotions. I don't even believe that I'm worthy of a happy relationship. There's so many things there. So now we'll bring that into emotions. And people people really do think that their emotions are reactive. Like, this happened, therefore I'm happy. This happened, <laughs> therefore I'm sad. 
Yeah. This happened, therefore I'm angry. How many people? How many times have you heard somebody say, "Well, that they made me mad." Has to has to be right. right? Has to be causal. We always look for a cause, right? Yes. It's like, but it's yes, not yes, yes. not so not not so fast. <laughs> so so what I do is I help people understand that your emotions are you you can be intentional with them, and you can bring your desired emotion into any circumstance. You really really can, and I take people through a process where I have them like meditate and close their eyes and I say, okay, let's go back to a time where you felt very, very angry and frustrated. Somebody, somebody did something that you felt was wrong or you felt like you were wronged or blah, 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 just all these things. And everybody can immediately go there, right? They can just immediately go there. <laughs> like five and minutes like, ago when my kids really annoyed me. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. And then, and then I will, and this is intentional, I take them through this process where they're feeling this anger. And I was like, you know, you're closing your eyes. Like, what did it look like? Were you inside or were you outside? What, you look down. What does the floor look like? You look, you look up who's around you. What is the energy in the room? What are the sights? What are the smells? What are the sounds? Like we make it like this vivid visual thing. And then they're like, like, oh my gosh. And then I say, what are you feeling right now? They're like, oh, I'm feeling so mad. I'm feeling so angry. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're in my office with me. And I'm like, so where is this emotion coming from? Because this event isn't causing this emotion because this event is not happening right now. And we start to separate the event from the emotional reaction. And then once you realize that, then we take it into, okay, now let's clear the air, clear the energy. Maybe we get up and we move and we shake it out. And then we can go through a whole process where go back to a time in your life where you feel you felt totally peaceful and safe. You just felt so content. And maybe it's like, you know, they, they were with, they, maybe it was with their spouse. Maybe it was actually with their kids. The same people that they were angry same. at. Just a second ago. Wow. Or maybe it was like they were, maybe they were at a concert. Maybe they were alone on a hike or, you know, whatever. Maybe you would be out surfing or something yeah, like that, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> be locked so, into like, the, take, best, the best wave of my life, you know, double of barrel. Course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, let's do that right now. You're, you, you get there right now thomas is on a surfboard right? like seriously you look down you are seeing your bare feet what color is the surfboard usually white i'd say that's a okay white so no i'm asking you like your your favorite surfboard like you look down what color is it yeah white yep white boom okay now you look up and there's maybe a tunnel of light in front of you, but there's water on your right and on your left. And you like have your hand out and you feel the water on your hand. You feel what that feels like. What are the smells? You're smelling the salt. You're feeling the wind in your face, right? You're yeah. experiencing all these things. Like this... What is the sound? What is the sound inside of a barrel? I've never been in one. What does that <laughs> sound like? It's kind of, a, it's, it's almost like a, a loud, you know, sort of vacuum, but then it goes quiet. It's like a loud and a quiet. It's kind of a funky kind of mix, you know, it's like <laughs> beautiful. And then okay. you get shot out and you feel this spray hitting your back and you're like, whoa, I, you know, there's like there. kind so of chandelier in your face. You don't think you're going to come out. And then when you do, it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was like 
best thing ever. <laughs> best thing ever. And you feel the spray of the water on your back, and then you lick your lips. And what does it taste like? <laughs> oh, it's that right? awesome Hawaiian salty ocean water sensation. Brilliant. Awesome. <laughs> and yet, you're in Utah right now. <laughs> That's and right. And yet, yeah. you just experienced it. Like, tell me about like, the emotions that you just experienced as I like just kind of talked about all the senses of that barrel experience for you like what did you just experience emotionally right there oh it was like uh you know a revisitation of a little you know not little but uh, just a high you know like oh my gosh that was so amazing yeah i want to i want to go back and do yeah. that again <laughs> there it is so with emotions like i love 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 this concept we have this idea that we need to react to them react to situations, but I feel like you can bring your favorite emotion to any situation because people get stuck replaying uh, things in their head. Have you ever replayed an argument you had? Have you ever replayed a moment where you felt maybe shame or embarrassment? You like go to sleep and you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I said that to that person. What would I think? Like, right. Or you maybe have like stress about money or you have stress about your kids or whatever. Like, how many times a day do you replay moments that bring you negative emotion? Yeah, so I mean, I think what, we all do. We don't. We don't want to admit it, you yeah. know. But <laughs> I think no, we so do. What, so what if? What if you got stuck? What if you got stuck replaying the most peaceful memories? You just could not get it out of your head, man, dude. I can't stop thinking about that. You're talking to your friend. You're like, bro. This peaceful memory will not get out of my head. It's bringing me so much peace. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or you're like, dude, I cannot stop replaying this moment of joy. I can't stop replaying this moment of like sensuality where I felt so connected with my partner. I can't stop replaying that. And now I feel just joy, peace, connection. Like what if we did that in our lives? Because it is not about reacting to everything. I call it, being an unconscious reactor because you're simply reacting to everything in your life unconsciously. Mm -hmm. And we shift that into being a conscious creator. And when you are a conscious creator of your reality, you realize that you are dictating the path, not following the path. And that includes emotions and it includes health. Let's bring it back to oh, yeah. health, what this podcast is about. Because in your life and in my life. I want like everybody's listening to this, take an inventory. The times that you feel not healthy, the times that you feel sick. Ask yourself one question. And it's a hard question. Oh, it is a hard question. And it took me a while to really get clear on how to answer this question because your brain is gonna fight it. Your brain is going to fight it so hard initially. But hit us up, man. We're, we're ready. Hit us up with it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's that question, man? What's that hard, hard, hard question? How did I create this? Ooh. <laughs> I create this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And so, and there's a couple of follow-up questions. Because your, your brain's going to be like, I didn't create this. this a, a germ created this. Or like, this. This. <laughs> This carcinogen created this. Or it's like, my it's my parents' fault, man. It's those damn parents, genes but, they gave me. I have nothing to do with it. It's it's just inherited. I have to be that way. Ah, well, that's yeah. 
We know that's now, not I necessarily am, true. I, I, <laughs> Usually not I true. Most be, of the time, not true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not a doctor, and I want to be very clear. I don't know all things about medicine. I'm just asking you to explore a different side of it. That's it. Absolutely. So, when you say, how did I create this? The initial say is like, okay, I didn't create it. <laughs> but I'm asking you, how did you contribute to it? How did you allow it? What are you pretending not to know? What are you pretending not to know by making yourself a victim to your own health? And so when we realize that our emotions, our energy, our state, and the things that we have a lot of control over, like our focus, our physiology, our language, our thoughts, our beliefs. We have so much control over When we realize that all of those things contribute to our overall mind, body, spirit connection, which is just our health, we realize that we have more input than we think we do. Oh, my gosh. We have more Absolutely. creation than we think we do. And maybe you didn't full on just like in a laboratory, create this thing and give yourself this bad health. But now ask yourself, if I could create a new health situation, what would that look like? The version of me that is fully healthy, what do they think? What do they feel? What do they do? What do they not think? What do they not feel? What do they not do? And then simply align yourself with that version of yourself. Wow. No, that's powerful. And I think something that uh, I love what you said there is, is at first it's hard, right? It's like, how did I, you know, yeah. how did I create this or, or just how, what was my role in it? Maybe it's yeah. only yeah. 1% genes and 99% me, but there's a little bit of genes there. So it's not all my fault, but what was my role in how I got to where I am now. But what I love about that is when you recognize that commonality, that you have the role, you can also have the role in your positive, very different future that you really, really desire. Like you're the common denominator. You came to that. You can also completely change that. Like how powerful is that? That's awesome. I love that. (laughs) You can turn it on its head and say, okay, well, now, how can I, you know, make that conscious, you know, creation, you know, in my own life to change, to get to where I really, really, really want, you know, you can do that. That's, that's awesome, yeah. man. I think that's so cool. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that we get to be intentional about. And as, every time I get sick, I just ask myself, what's going on, man? <laughs> What's on? How did going you get on? How did you get into this? How did you get into What's this? Going on here? What? Oh my god! And I have to be—I have to be willing to be fully honest with myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you, man, and, and it's underappreciated. You know, so often underappreciated. But like you said, we have stake in this. You know, we have a role in this. Like we—we we didn't get to where we are by fate or an accident or whatever. Like. We've been playing the game every single waking hour of every day that got us to where we are. And now recognizing that we can also, you know, control through what we do to a great and large degree, much more than many of us even believe how we get out of where we are to where we really, really, really want to be. And that's the part, and you've 
you know, you and I have talked before and, and we've, you know, I've listened to your show. And the one thing that, that I remember the first time I heard it from you, I thought it was a little, little kind of cheesy, I'll be honest, but, but it was with the, it was with the emotion and you were like, you know, describing a future. This is, this is what I like about this is a future emotion. We kind of went back to past emotions, you know, both the good and the bad. And then you took this and you said, Hey, let's imagine in the future, you know, you were about to buy like a Prius or something like that. What's that going to feel like? You know, what, what's that, you know, it's going to be a quiet purr and I'm going to be sitting there. It's going to be such a cool, you know, sweet ride. And you kind of like in your head, even though you weren't there yet, you didn't buy the car, you didn't, whatever you were kind of like in your mind, in your mind's eye, you were like, okay, what's that going to be like? You know, and we can, we can turn that with, with this whole concept of either your health or, you know, think about, like you said, <clears throat> starting with where you had an experience where you were just at total peace, total fulfillment, whatever. And then let's look forward. You know, when I'm in my perfect, you know, frame, health, mind, I can do whatever I want. I can do those, you know, whatever five minute miles or whatever your goal is, whatever that thing is, like I can do that again. And you feel that and the exhilaration of, you know, if you're a athlete and you want to run a race, whatever it is, half marathon, marathon, 5k, 10k, whatever, like you're feeling that future, like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. I freaking finished this thing and I'm not even in pain. Like, how cool is that going to be? Like using that same emotion, but projecting it towards a future event that you haven't even been there yet. Tell us a little bit about that and how you use that in your coaching. Cause I think that is super powerful, man. I love that. Thank you so much. And I love that you said that you thought it was cheesy at first. Like I, I absolutely <laughs> love that because it can I'm be real, man. I like to be real. It, dude. Oh, okay. So the, yes, in the same way that you created the, for example, you think about that frustration that you have. That we did that earlier in the podcast. That event isn't happening right now. And yet you're feeling the emotion from it right now. Yeah. So take that same thing. And you create an event in your mind. And the event could be, you know, I'm speaking on stage or I'm running this five minute mile or I'm, you know, I, I, I look at my bank account and I have a hundred thousand dollars like in my savings account, just something like that, right? Whatever. And you do a visualization and you do the, the five senses. I have a whole thing on my podcast about visualizing and how to create uh, the five senses. And I do this with all my clients where we say, what do we want? What is the result that we want? And then we create it before it happens. And you mentioned the Prius. The first time that I really, really did this is I used to drive, like, you know, you know three or four years ago, I had this really beat up car that was, you know, like 300,000 miles on it. <laughs> and I would, I would drive it and I would put on the music. I got a YouTube video that was a, a what is it called? A commercial for this uh, new this new Prius that I wanted, uh-huh. and I would it just had the the music. It was just in a music. There was no like talking in it, uh-huh. and I would put that on and listen to that music while I would drive it, and I would feel myself. I would take all the five senses, and I'd feel what it felt like to drive this car, this new car, and so now I'm creating the emotions yeah. and creating the thoughts and creating the beliefs. And then that influences my actions. And then my actions are different from somebody who hates the car that they're driving. They're different actions. And, and then I ended up buying the car. 
And when I drove the car off the lot, <laughs> I put on I put on my phone and I put the music on and I was driving the actual car and I drove it off the lot and guess what it guess what man? It felt the exact same as when I was driving the beat up car. And wow. that's the cool thing. That is the that's, cool thing. That's the that's the you secret. Because it's like it what ahead do you want? of time. That's you experience amazing. it ahead of time. And you can do that with relationships. You can do that with uh, athletic, you know, achievements. You can do that with financial achievements. Because what do you want? You want the emotion. You want the experience. Mm -hmm. And then you can have that beforehand. And then not only are you having it throughout the creation of it, but you are, um, like, what's the word? Like creating momentum and you are collapsing the time. That's what I wanted to say. You're collapsing the time between when you are thinking of it and then when you actually fully realize it in the physical realm and everything just can be easier than you think that, that's how i feel oh, no, <laughs> i make my own life hard sometimes <laughs> well well i love i love that like you know in your personal n equals one with this exact prius experience i, I love it was that the right car did i get it right I, yeah it was yeah. <laughs> okay cool so so you literally experienced that you know before it happened and then when it happened and it was the same you know awesome sensation feeling you know i don't know if what whatever but you it was the same it wasn't like you were tricking yourself like it was the real deal no. and this whole concept of having that mindset and that forward future positive thinking i mean it's like you know if you ask any high level athlete you know what they do before their event you know what those guys are doing? They are visualizing in their head a perfect performance. Like yeah. they've done this thing, yeah. you know, like if they're, let's say, for example, an Olympian or something, they've done the same routine literally thousands of times. Like no joke, mm -hmm. like thousands of times. Yeah. But when they're there, they're at the event, you're like, you know, do you guys get nerves, whatever? And they go, dude, I'm in my head, you know, I'm listening to my music. I'm bringing all those same emotions when I crush this thing a thousand times in practice, you know, and then they just go out and they bring it, you know, they're not like stressing about, Oh, I gotta, I gotta beat this dude or that dude. Forget about that guy. You know, it's all right here. Like we got this, you know, mm -hmm. we've, we've done this, we've been there. And I love how you, even, even though, you know, pardon me, I thought at first when I heard, I thought, that just sounds a little cheesy, but, but it's true. Like you brought it early on. You're like, why not bring that joy now? Why should I wait? Whatever it is, this goal that's out there in, in the future. And, and I was certainly, you know, a suspect to this in my career. Like, it's like, okay, when I get that next thing, right. When I graduate from college, okay, I'm going to feel this way. When I graduate from medical school, I'm going to then feel this way. And it's like, it's not an if then, or it certainly doesn't have to be, you know, why not bring that bring that joy, bring that positive, like emotion to the now. I just think that is so, so powerful, so cool, and so easily applicable to really anything, you know, be it health, be it, you know, your athletic performance, be it your business performance, whatever it is, like bring it now, like bring that joy now, you know, but I like the part that you have to do it. Nobody can just hand deliver it to you, right? They can't say, okay, Preston, you know, here's that joy. I'm going to just give it to you now. Like you have to create that. Yeah. You know? Isn't that, I, yeah, what do you think on that? 
oh, people handing you joy. So the thing is that people can... <laughs> or people wait people, for other people, right, to oh, quote-unquote make them feel a certain way. I mean, what? Well, the thing is that that is the definition of reaction. Yeah, yeah. And when you're... When you're wait, and I'm not saying that people don't make, make you happy. You know, like, like when I'm with my kids and they say something that they tell me that they love me like yes Aww. i experience joy because of that and when i'm like really connected with my wife or when i just mm-hmm. have a great great business launch or something like that yeah i experience joy i experience like positive pride I experience all those things i'm not saying that like events don't have an influence on them but i'm saying i'm putting myself in a position intentionally where those things are more likely to happen because I am aligning myself with the vibration or the frequency of those types of emotions with those types of events. And I'm being intentional about the joy that I want to experience. And so my actions are be going to be doing the things that are going to put me in a position to experience those things. And uh, it's all, it all comes full circle to being intentional, being a conscious creator and starting with your state. Absolutely. So the state, you know, this is, this is something I'm, I think I, I share this with you as well. And, and, you know, Tony Robbins is big into the state, right? It's all about the yep. state. You've been to his events and stuff like that. We were about to go to his big event in March. And of course that never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I haven't got to experience that yet. I'm sure I will at some point, but the whole state, like, like how do you, you know, what are the, if there are any certain steps that you use, like to get to the state? Cause that's kind of like, you know, the beginning of your, you know, you called it your blueprint. I'm calling it yeah. a formula, but how do you like, what's the key to state? Like, how do you get to that state? Glad you asked. There are three <laughs> components. Oh, <laughs> no, there really are. Right. <laughs> so, and, and Hit this me. is something that Tony Robbins calls the triad. Okay. And it's focused physiology language. So, this is how you do it. With your focus, you ask yourself three questions for your focus. Am I focusing on what I have or what I lack? Am I focusing on what I can control or what I cannot control? Am I focusing on the past, the present, or the future? Anytime you're feeling stressed, frustrated, uh, and out of alignment in any way, I guarantee you are focusing on what you don't have versus what you do have. Yeah. You, I guarantee you are focusing on what you cannot control versus what you can't control. And I guarantee you are focusing on anxiety for the future or frustration with the past. You are not in the present moment. So that's the first thing, focus. Uh, if, you had a, if you had a dinner party of 10 friends that were going to come over and six of them showed up and you were feeling like, man, I can't start this party and I why didn't they come over? Am I not cool enough? Maybe if I had sent out better invitations or that, and you're feeling like anxiety about like maybe my house isn't any of this stuff. Like where's your focus? Your focus is on the four people that aren't there. Yeah. What you lack right now. Exactly. (laughs) So what you lack, are you focusing on the money that you do not have? Are you focusing on the sex that you are not having? Are you focusing on the uh, things that your children are not doing? Like, where's your focus, right? Yeah. And then with the, and the second thing is physiology. And this comes back to like, are you moving your body? Are you, are you right now? Are you like, as you're listening to this, the listeners, are you, if your shoulders are back and your 
head is up and you're smiling and you're breathing deeply and you like you, you it's a whole different energy versus if you have your shoulders down i mean you could probably even just oh, yeah. hear it totally. my energy i'm literally doing this in my office <laughs> my, my my eyes go down my shoulders are you know slunched over slunched over my breathing is shallow like you can even hear it in my voice. I can, and then I, you change it. Like you could change, like, what are you doing for your physiology? Are you moving? Are you stretching? Are you eating properly? Are you like, what are you doing? Are you breathing? I like all these different things for your physiology. And then your language. Are you using language of increase or the language of decrease? Because when people say, I can't, it's hard. I'm a hot mess. That's <laughs> just how I, that's just how I am. That's yeah. just how it is. Or, uh, I'll get to that later. Or wouldn't it be nice if like just notice people's language, notice your own language, because if you are giving yourself an out through your language, then you're going to take that out. You're going to take that excuse. If you say, Oh, I want to do that. We'll see. It's kind of hard. Well, then what are you setting yourself up for? And like, it comes down to Yoda. Do or do not. There, <laughs> there is, is no, no try. try. Oh, one of my wow. favorites of all times. <laughs> Let's do and it though, and eliminate. We all got to eliminate the dang word try. There is no stinking try. <laughs> there isn't. So I have a yeah. whole list of words that I just do not say in my life. Awesome. And I, I stopped saying um, like, oh, I, I'll try to do that. Or, uh, or I don't even say I will do that unless it's followed by a specific date and time, uh-huh. I started saying, I commit to that. Okay. And it changes my energy around what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. I don't say that, oh, I can't do that. Or I don't say, um, there's a lot of these words I even kind of forgot because I don't really even say them anymore. But like, I'll catch people on like what the, 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 the disparity, the chasm between what they say they want, and then the actual language that they use. Anyway, bottom line is focus, physiology, language. Those three things determine the condition that you are in, in your body, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so it's your state. And when you're in a peak state, you set yourself up for success. Because the emotions you're feeling, the thoughts you're thinking, the beliefs that you're adopting, the actions you're taking, like those things are going to be different when you're in a peak state. Wow. No, I love that uh, this, you know, kind of flows, you know, from one to the next, both, you know, hopefully for a positive fashion. But if you do all the other things, you know, like you said, if we have the language of decrease or the physiology that's we're sedentary, we're not doing our thing, we're, you know, or our focus is on what we don't have, you know, then all of the things that follow that, the emotions, and then, you know, our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions, and they're all going to follow that. But the key, like you've mentioned, I think, like we all have within us the power to do either of these, but it starts with the focus and the state, like you said, and we got to decide. And, and how powerful is that, that it's within each of us to make that conscious, you know, choice to be that creator rather than just, you know, plugging away at our, what I often call the sort of autopilot life, which is sort of analogous to what you call the reactive mode. We just kind of get up and do the same stuff. And sometimes we, 
you know, may want or desire and expect a different result. But dude, like even, you know, the famous, you know, that, that we all know Einstein, right. Said, if you keep doing the same stuff, expecting a different result, like you're insane. Like you're not, (laughs) that's not possible. That formula, that equation is incongruent. It does not work, but this one does, you know, if you have the right state, you're in the right place, you have the right emotions, the forward thinking of bringing that, you know, joy now. And then what I love about that too, is that the journey, you know, I would, you know, I, you know, I'm like you, man, I'm, I'm, you know, wasn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't figure this out in my teens, but as I, you know, kind of developed this over the years, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was so like focused, goal oriented dude, but like the journey wasn't always my favorite part, but with this, you know, blueprint or formula, you can actually enjoy that journey. You can bring that emotion, bring that, you know, that desire that you want and the emotion from that into the now. And then like, you can enjoy the process, right? I mean, all of us have stuff that we really want. We have a whole list of our goals or desires, but if we could actually have the process be enjoyable, like how much much more would we actually do what you said in the beginning, like not only have the stinking tools, have the formula, have the how, but how much more likely would we actually go out and do it if we could have that joy in the process, right? Like, quite, I think a, that's quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, that's going to change my to-do list, man. I'm going to bring it right into the here and now. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Preston. This has been awesome. I think we're you know, we're, we're going to have to do this again. This has been too cool, but I really, really, really appreciate you, man, uh, taking the time to be here. Is there any, you know, last kind of parting pearl that you want to leave us with? (laughs) I know you probably got a whole stinking, you know, list of 300 things, but I know it's kind of an unfair question, but any parting parting thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, I'll say this. You, you deserve compassion. Like, chill out and just acknowledge that you deserve, like, love right now. Right now. Right now. And all of us, right? I mean, I think we all, I think that's one of those oh, things just, we I'm, all need, I'm right? I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to everybody. Like, that. you, yeah. of course, you, Thomas, but I'm saying, <laughs> if you're listening okay, to this, cool, if cool. you are listening to this, <laughs> oh, I was uh, speaking to, I was speaking to everybody, uh, man. Cool, like, if cool, you're man. hearing this right now, that's what you deserve. Absolutely. Like, compassion. take a breath and allow yourself some compassion because, yeah, stuff gets overwhelming, man. That's why I created this this whole process is because I needed it because I get freaking overwhelmed. <laughs> you've been your own your own patient or your own subject or your own, like, you've, you've been, you know, on this journey too, which is, you know, and we, we all are, right? I mean, we're, we're on this journey and, and, I think it's so awesome that these pearls that you've discovered along the way that, that you're not only taking them and using them with your own life, but like, how awesome is it that you're sharing them with so many other people? And, you know, I just, I just think it's amazing, man. It's so awesome, man. I, I'm so, uh, I'm so pumped for you, man. I, what's, what's your next step? What are you up to? What's your big next step right now? So I have, uh, my, my, I created a really, really cool thing called the Next Level Creator. 
oh, and it cool. is a group a group coaching program because I wanted to get this because I, I I have one on one clients. I mean, I've worked with your wife for yeah, a yeah. year and a half, oh, and it it was so incredibly helpful, man. I ah awesome. It's been, I, yeah, I love it's that awesome in every way, dude. That's why we're talking, man. Because dude, man, we're we're brothers from another mother. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so next level creators is a group that I've created for. Uh, people who want to be coached but maybe aren't ready for that one-on-one step and if you are then cool hit me up but if you're if you're ready for like just i want to create more i want to design my life intentionally i want to master my emotions i want to make more money i want to like get everything clear i'll provide people clarity and this next the the next level creator group is a we do weekly group coaching with where i do live coaching with people you get access to um my mindset before strategy course, which includes all all of the things that we've talked about, yeah, you know, videos and a bunch of stuff. But it's like it's basically a roadmap for getting clarity on getting peace in your heart, money in your bank, and then I guide people through uh, this in a group process, uh, week to week to week, and it's like a monthly, basically a membership program. I'm very very excited about that. I love yeah. it. And I love so the title, yeah. man. I love the title, Next Level Creators. Like we're all yeah. we're all creators, man, and we're capable of so much. And we're, you know, it's just within us to just do and become and to share and affect and positively influence so many. Like I just think it's awesome, man. I thank you for what you're doing. It's just uh, like you said, man, even in my own family's life, it's been cool, man. I you know, my wife's been through your programs and coaching, it's been incredible. I've got to be that sort of outside observer through it all. And dude, it's like super appreciated, man. It's, <laughs> I can't wait till you and I get to jump on those motorized skateboards together, man. Got to hook me up. Oh, I just got the, 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 the foot pushers, you know, I got the old school, man. Nothing, nothing mm. motorized. <laughs> now you're speaking so my language. I'm pumped, you, man. Yeah. I can't wait till we can jump on those together, be it in Rexburg <laughs> or Salt Lake or whatever, man. I'm in fact, I'm dude, because of you, man, I'm feeling that right now, dude. I'm feeling the wind, you know, where like, not only am I cruising the downhills, but I'm, I'm going up the hills, man. I'm pumped right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, Love it, bro. bringing Love it, it, man. Bringing that right into the now we're bringing it here now. So, oh, thank you, Preston. Thank you for being on the show. Look forward to a future show and all of that good stuff and just super pumped to have had you today, man. It's been real. It's been real. It's been fun. Super. Thank real. you so much, man. Awesome. So if, if people want to connect with me, you can go to Instagram uh, or Facebook. It's Preston dot Pugmire. And uh, yeah, my podcast is called next level life. And I would love to assist people with anything that they're, they're working on, man. That's awesome. my jam. It's your jam. You know, you're not only stinking good at it, but dude, like, holy moly, like you've got results and I'm seeing them right here in my own household, which is stinking cool, man. Super awesome. We'll put all that in the show notes. Super pumped about that. Your next level creator group. So awesome. Pumped to have you today and can't wait for a future show, man. Thanks so much, man. All right. I'll see you later. Aloha. As we say, buddy, we'll see you and a big aloha. So that's the wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview episode with Preston Pugmire. Ah, wasn't that great? That was awesome. I hope you enjoyed it. It's raw. It's uncut. and (laughs) We had fun doing it. And I think, you know, we can really all benefit from this 
mindset, you know, before strategy approach as we detailed here in our conversation. And, and so I look forward to all of us kind of using this as a tool, as a, you know, a specific way to kind of look at our future goals and dreams and let's replay those in our minds and then let's, you know, get to it and get working on it and just, you know, get on with the execution that maybe we have not done as often as we would like, because, you know, we can, we can do this. The power is within us. And this is, oh, I just love, love, love the power of the mind, how we can truly, truly, you know, unleash this true X factor and potent weapon that's within all of us. And I think all too often, you know, we just allow ourselves to kind of just be on autopilot you know, which I know I've done myself for sometimes even months and years at a time and, and haven't tapped into the extreme power that we have within us. So super pumped guys to have had him on the show. And I look forward to many future episodes talking about this topic of the mind and also our brain health, you know, just how we can really get ourselves optimally, you know, in and just grooving with our brain health so we can live fuller, we can live happier and healthier and beyond to our total and complete health. So I'm super pumped. I love the mind. I love mindset. I just think there's so many things that we can do to really tap into this superpower, if you will. So thank you for listening. I'm super pumped. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, please do that. It's a free group. It's a private group. It'll have plenty of material in addition to this podcast, and there'll be some live videos we'll put on there. It'll be really a great additional resource. I'm super pumped. Once again, it's Modern Medicine Movement Health and Wellness Group. It should be in the show notes there for you. You know, just request to be a part. We'll get you in there. So look us up there on Facebook, Modern Medicine Movement, on Instagram, Modern Medicine Movement. Also, we have, of course, the email, Modern Medicine Movement Podcast at gmail.com. And so reach out to us. We appreciate you. This is for you. We are on this journey together on this quest for optimal and complete total health and wellness. So for now, until next time, I'm sending you guys a big aloha and a big mahalo for listening. Take care, everybody.